Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Hello, uh, live. Um, Jonathan Stiano here asking questions. We've got a few questions this week, which I will be answering. I'm doing on my uh, desktop again, so hoping this is uh, good for everybody. I thought the video and the audio was out of sync last week, but because um, it was when I played it back. But everyone I've spoken to said it was okay, um, both of them. Um, so, <laughs> so hope it's okay. Um, as ever, feel free to chip in and ask questions. If you've got any questions, I'll be very happy to ask them. Uh, ask them. Uh, I've got some questions here. First of all, lollipop scars. This is a conversation I just had about uh, an hour, well, no, about four or five hours ago because I was um, just done a breast reduction and we've had a discussion about lollipop scars, asking whether I do lollipop scars. Uh, I pretty much only do breast surgery. I do do body. I do tummy tucks and liposuction, but I don't do any facial aesthetics. I don't do any Botox or fillers. My um, main uh, focus of practice is breast and body contouring. And for that reason, I can do and have done most types of breast reduction uh, and breast lift. And I can do and have done lollipop scars. And sometimes I do do lollipop scars. I'm, I'm always trying to um, minimize the scarring but I don't do it very often um, and the reason I don't do it very often is because if you can try and think of it from my point of view try and think of it from the surgeon's point of view uh, if a lollipop scar is one that goes around the areola and then straight down with no other scarring and a lot of people think well that's good because it's less scarring than the inverted T which goes around the areola down to the chest wall and then there's another scar in the fold where the bra sits, which is the inverted T or the anchor scar. And if you ask someone, do you want a lollipop scar or an anchor scar, they will say, I want a lollipop because it's less scarring. People always want less scarring. I want to give less scarring. The less scarring there is, the less wounds there are to heal, the less risk of wound healing problems, etc., etc. So less scarring is very good, not to mention the cosmetic effect of it. Now, the reason I don't do lollipop scars very often personally is because if you think of it, if you're only making a scar straight down, you can only remove skin in the sort of um, east-west direction. So you can narrow the breast, which is an important part of a breast lift and a breast reduction to narrow the breast. But if you look at the side view of a large breast, of a large totic breast, a breast that's droopy, there's a lot of skin in the north-south direction, and you can't remove any of that skin. So what you have to do is thin it down very thin and uh, hope that it um, it will recoil. And you sometimes get little folds and ridges, and you sometimes have to do a revision to revise those folds and ridges. The reason I don't do the surgery as a lollipop very often is because I just, uh, I'll often somehow, uh, I'll often uh, start as a lollipop, but then I'll take that extra skin out to, to complete it, to make it into a short T, to give a small uh, scar in the fold. Um, because I don't want ridges and, and, and folds or dog ears that need to be revised later on. I'd rather do it at the time. And also because the fold, the, the scar in the fold is never, well, hardly ever a problem. The most obvious scars are the ones around the areola and the ones that straight down, which you get with a lollipop lift anyway. Um, having said that, a lot of very good surgeons do do lollipop lifts more than I do. 
and uh, what I'd say is see the surgeon if he gets good results and um, uh, and, and you're happy with the surgeon, then go for it. I don't think it's um, something that's bad or wrong. It's it's well, it's out there and it's well respected. It's just something I don't do much. I've actually written a paper on uh, the the what's called a single scar or the lollipop um, technique for large breast reductions. But uh, having written a paper on it and got it published, I now don't do it um, because I put the put the tea in. I try and make the tea as, as short as possible, but uh, that's what I do. But again, I mean, it's my my view here. So um, if there's people who are not my patients there, so I would say um, <laughs> I would say get an opinion from um, your own surgeon, and there's no right or wrong, as is the case with a lot of this stuff. Lollipop lifts. I think we signed that off. Um, whether tattoo excision leaves stretch marks, and if you can have scar revision after the procedure. So uh, yes, this is a patient who's got a large tattoo, who um, is. Um, uh, wanting to have it removed. It's very large and so it's going to take several uh, goes and it's going to be tight um, and uh, it will be tight and it will feel tight. It shouldn't leave stretch marks. I'm going to expand this question out to breast augmentation because a lot of people worry about breast augmentation leaving stretch marks. They worry about stretching the skin which is what breast augmentation does because you're putting something in to stretch it and it's what tattoo excision does because you're removing a big bit of skin to stretch it closed so they're both stretching it but in different ways if that makes sense um, so it shouldn't cause stretch marks however it can and I couldn't guarantee that it won't leave stretch marks stretch marks is something that's when it's, it's basically damaged to the skin it's a difficult problem to treat I haven't really got any good treatment for it personally I'm not sure if anyone has um, because it's a big problem globally, uh, but it's usually due to prolonged stretching of the skin. And what happens when you stretch the skin with something like a tattoo excision or breast augmentation? It's not a prolonged stretching of the skin. The skin is stretched and it feels tight for a day or two, and then it gives. The skin gives, and um, and it normally doesn't um, doesn't keep the tension on, and it doesn't leave stretch marks so it shouldn't leave stretch marks uh, but I couldn't guarantee it uh, it might leave stretch marks but it's not a common problem when you're doing tattoo removal now see I've got a comment here excuse me I can't don't know where the comment is so that's uh, really helpful um, so I'm going to try and find the comment but I'm going to like the true professional I am I'm going to carry on talking while frantically trying to find the comment uh, which I'll probably find when I go oh. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it won't leave the stretch marks. And can I have a scar revision after the procedure? Now, that's a funny question. Can I have a scar revision after the tattoo excision? Okay, so tattoo excision is going to leave a scar. <laughs> your, your scar revision sort of assumes that the scar won't be very good. I mean, scar revision is... Um, overrated, the term scar revision. A lot of people will think plastic surgeons... Uh, oh, I've got a scar. I'm going to see my plastic surgeon because he can remove it for me. We can't remove scars. Plastic surgeons, all, only any surgeon, all we can do is give scars. Uh, we can we can do scar revision, but there has to be a problem with the scar in order to do a scar revision. Because if I give you a scar, I all I can do is give you a scar, uh, the same as the last person did, or the same as I did in this case. If if the suggesting is I'm going to have to revise my own scar, um, so if if I am um, Give a scar. I've got to do something that's going to make the scar better than the scar that you've already got. 
So if you've got, if your scar is pale, if your scar is flat, uh, if it's lying in a good line, there's not a lot I can do about it. If you've just got a scar and you don't like the fact you've got a scar, there's not a lot I can do about it. Having said that, there are things that we can do for scar revision, uh, and we do do scar revision, but I think it's not quite as open as people think. People think, oh, I've got a scar, I'll go and see a plastic surgeon and get rid of it. We're not going to get rid of it, but we can change it in some way. We can change the direction of it. Um, um, we can maybe, if it's dented in, if it's puckered in, we can try and fix that, although it's notoriously difficult to do that um, because, as I say, we're always uh, leaving more scar tissue. But there are things you can do to try and fix puckered in scars. Um, if it's red and lumpy, then, oh, we've got uh, there. Is that the comment? Buonasera? That's just come up. I but it says two comments. But anyway, Buonasera. I'm going to like that. Um, I don't know any other comments. Um, so scar, scar revision is, off, is possible after any surgery. If I did a tattoo excision, I would hope that you wouldn't need a scar revision. I'd be very happy to do a scar revision if you did. Um, but if it's just the fact that you, the, the fact is you've got to accept you'll have a scar. The first line treatment of tattoo removal is always laser. I always say, look, try laser first because um, if laser works, it's great. Sometimes laser doesn't work. Sometimes laser just fades the tattoo, which can make it look worse than what it what it looked like to start with. Laser can be painful. Laser can take multiple sessions, and particularly with colours, sometimes laser's not so good. I don't do laser, so I always say to people, look, go and see someone who does laser and get an opinion on that. But uh, if it hasn't worked, uh, and uh, if your tattoo is favourable, um, and you would know that by emailing me a photo, um, uh, info at cyanoplasticsurgery.co.uk, email me a photo, and I'll give you an opinion on whether the tattoos are uh, able to be removed. But if it's favourable, then uh, we could consider the excision, but you'd have to accept it will leave a scar. The scar will be forever, although it will fade over time. And if the scar needs revision, of course, I would be more than happy to revise it for you. But I couldn't remove it for you. I would only revise it for you if it was in a wrong line, which hopefully it wouldn't be because I put it there in the first place, or if it was dented and puckered in. But it, again, hopefully it wouldn't do because I do things to make sure that doesn't happen. But uh, yeah, those are the main things that you do with scar revision for. Um, and when you can wear a normal bra after breast augmentation. Um, Mm. Um, so when can you wear a bra after breast augmentation? Well, what happens after breast augmentation? We give you a sports, uh, like a post-op bra. I've got one here. Here's one I prepared earlier. We give you a bra, uh, like so. Uh, front fastening, can you see that? You see the front fastening? It's got quite a wide band. These are the things you're looking for. So if you get your own bra, what you're looking for, God, I didn't expect this, prep props. What you're looking for is relatively low band. I'm not sure if you can see that on the one. Uh, very, very low band. Uh, it's uh, one piece, no seams. Um, front fastening, three sets of hooks and eyes. If you can see those three sets of hooks and eyes uh, for adjustability. Um, so ideally you want something that um, completely does up one way or the other. You don't need a post-op bra. These are post-op bras. You don't need a post-op bra. You just the sports bra is fine. But something, something that uh, completely does up, either in the back or the front, because um, a lot of a lot of sports bras do have a, like a web, so you've got to put it over the top of your head. Um, ideally front fastening, but it's quite hard to get a front fastening sports bra. A uh, bit of adjustability, low band, no, obviously no wire. Um, yeah, digressing there. Uh, it's a filler. Um, 
So that's what you want with um, bras. So we can, we'll give you one of those bras when you come out of the theatre. Uh, it's good to wear the bra day and night for a month. After a month, you can start wearing a normal bra like that, like a bra with a wire. But I always say to people, see how you go. Sometimes the wire irritates the scars. Everyone's different. I say this to everybody. After a month, you can wear a normal bra. But obviously, some people heal quicker than others. So don't, um, you know, just listen to your body. And if it hurts you, then don't do it. So if it hurts and rubs on the scar, then go back to your sports bra for a bit. Some people say, well, can I wear my sports bra or my postal bra for longer? I'm like, yeah, you can wear it for as long as you want. Um, but uh, sometimes people don't like them because they're big straps in the hot weather and things. Um, but um, if you want to wear it, you can. Uh, similarly, you ask to say to you wear it day and night. After a month, you don't have to wear it at night anymore. Um, so start wearing it. You can start with a normal bra after a month after surgery. There might still be some swelling. It might be a bit irritating. If it is a bit irritating, if the, if the wire is irritating, you can take the wire out of your bra, um, out of your wired bra. That's an option because wired bras are often a bit more, um, a bit less wide straps and a bit more uh, fashionable, I suppose. So you might want to wear a, a non-wired bra. Um, so if it does hurt, you can always take the wire out. So that's an option, but that's something we can go over. So a month is the answer to that question. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was good with the props there, wasn't it? So I've got two comments here, and I've only seen one. So I'm going to apologize right now because I've missed a comment. And um, just thank you for leaving the comment. And I will probably see it when I sign out of this. Um, and I will answer it uh, in that fashion. So thanks very much for, um, for tuning in. Uh, see you next week, same time. Any questions, email Laura at laura at uk or get a hold of me on Facebook or Twitter. Be very happy to answer them for you this time, 7 o'clock next week, Tuesday night. I will look forward to seeing you then. Have a good rest of the evening. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.